Your hair is coming down. Liz dipped her head low against the seat in front of her and tried to stuff the long golden strand of hair back up under the ragged cowboy hat. She briefly glanced at the dark-haired woman next to her and hoped no one else had noticed the slip. She looked back out the window at the sun-scorched prairie grass rushing by the train. How in the world was she going to pull this off? There's no way you're going to fool anyone dressed like that. The lady's soft voice answered her thoughts. What? Liz snapped as she turned to her seatmate again, silently taking in the troubled brown eyes and the worry lines above her thin brows. The lady wasn't harsh, but she looked worried. Worried about Liz? No, it couldn't be that. I don't know why you're dressed like a man, but there is no way you are going to pass it off. Even if your long, silky hair didn't keep falling down your angel face, those pink, heart-shaped lips and sooty lashes will give you away. Not to mention those curves. Those britches aren't hiding anything. Liz dropped her face in her hands, willing herself not to cry. The old hat that was too big anyway tipped forward, letting the rebellious strand of hair fall loose at the back of her head once more. What was she going to do? She had nowhere to go. When this train got to Denver, she had to get off. That was all the money she'd had for a ticket. She had hoped, as a man, she would be able to get a job on a ranch. Granted, she didn't have experience, but she could learn, couldn't she? You want to talk about it? The woman's voice was kind. Liz turned back to her, weighing the question. Liz had been sitting next to the woman for two days, ever since Liz had boarded the train in Chicago. The woman had been by the window then, but had let Liz sit there the next day. It's just not safe to travel alone. Liz just wouldn't tell her the whole truth. She couldn't tell anyone that she might have killed a man, even if it was self-defense. I'm Caroline. The lady held out her hand and smiled, but the smile seemed forced. Elizabeth... Oh, no. She shouldn't have used her real name. What if there were people already looking for her? It's okay, honest. Whatever you are running from, I'm not going to tell anyone. You look like you need a friend, and I could surely use one right now. Her hand came to rest on Liz's arm, and her large brown eyes softened. She was maybe in her mid-twenties, if Liz had to guess. Not too much older than she was. Thank you. She brought her hand up to rub the aching pressure from her forehead. I had to get away. The day I turned eighteen, my uncle, my guardian, tried to force himself on me. Oh no, that is dreadful. Where are you going to go? I mean, what will you do? I don't know. I thought I could get work on a ranch, if I could act like a man. My uncle what is my only family. My parents passed away nigh on a year ago. I'm sorry, but I think even if you cut your hair, you still wouldn't pass, even for a boy. You're just too pretty. Shh. I'm sorry. Caroline bit her lower lip and tried again. Have you ever thought about being a mail-order bride? What? What is that? 
exactly what it sounds like. She reached into her valise and pulled out a newspaper. Here, read the one I've circled. Widower. Looking for a woman to care for two small children. Must know how to cook and clean. Marriage in name only. Apply in writing. The ad was listed under a column for mail-order brides, and there were probably ten more ads. She could do that. Well, maybe not that one. She didn't know how to cook or clean or even care for children. That is what I'm doing. I'm on my way to Colfax to meet my man. The dark-haired woman pursed her lips and the previous look of discomfort returned to present itself in the lines above her brow and the rigid way she held her shoulders. You must be so nervous. How do you know he isn't a monster or very old and ugly? Liz shuddered again.